You are now listening to the Friends of Friends podcast. Finally, like, have that moment, scoring an NFL touchdown. It was just unreal, and I'm so thankful for it. And, you know, now it's like, I just, I, I got a taste of it, and now I just want more. I just want more. Welcome back to the Friends of Friends podcast. In this episode, we are joined by an Oregon native and fellow member of the CC family. In high school, he led the Rams to their first state title in 60 years and won the OSAA Prep Football Player of the Year Award. During his junior year at Oregon State, he rushed his way into eighth place for most rushing yards in school history. He's now going into his fourth year in the NFL and is competing for the starting running back position for the Chicago Bears. Now, we'd like to introduce you to the one and only Ryan Wrecking Knoll. What's going on, man? Nothing, man. Like you said, you know, uh, from 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 here, went to, went to Central Catholic, and then, uh, you know, went to Oregon State, and now, I'm heading into my fourth year with the Chicago Bears, which is crazy to me because it feels like it was just yesterday. Like we were cracking jokes in the locker room at Central, and, and <laughs> like Coach Pine was yelling at us for being late and shit like that. But but yeah, man. So now I'm going into my fourth year in the NFL, and and I'm and I'm living the dream. All right. So how do you balance the emotional highs and lows inside of football, and when it comes to physical and mental fatigue? Right off the bat. <laughs> we yeah. had to jump into it. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a good question, though, because a lot of people don't don't think about the mental aspect of being a professional athlete. It comes yeah. along with being physically demanding. You know, you have your, your long-ass practices, and you got to show up on, on game days, and it's, for, it's, it's the longest season that you'll ever play in your life, you know, in, in the NFL compared to, what is it, like, like an eight or to ten – High school season game, and then and then the twelve season college season. Yeah. So it takes a toll, and I think the biggest thing mentally is making sure that you have a good support group with you. You know, whether it's 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 your significant other or mm. your your family, your your mom, your dad, your brother, sister, whoever it may be, uh, leaning on them during the the times when for that individual when it gets hard, like you're not starting or or you're on practice squad or on whatever it may be like leaning on them and and having them consistently give you positive feedback. And and not only like in the football aspect of it, but like outside of that too, like Uh being with your family, playing games and going out, seeing a movie, doing something that the small things. Yeah. The small things that that definitely helps, uh, you know, with the, with the mental aspect of it. And then physically, you know, just making sure your body's staying right at all times, you know, either whether it's like getting treatment or t- taking a spa day, you know, going, <laughs> going to get a massage, getting some dudes get pedicure and shit like that. So uh, for me <laughs> personally, I don't, I don't get myself, I don't get uh, uh, pedicures, but I'll get, you know, a little recovery day, go in and roll out and get a massage, all kind of stuff. So, Take care of the body. Take care of the body. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Could you maybe just like step us through like, maybe a day in the life of kind of ordinary routine for you during the yeah, season. Yeah. Yeah. So each, each day is kind of different because it's cause like you have your, you got your game day and then you got like your off day and then you got like your, your practice week. Um, so is there any specific, which one you would want to want to hear? I think the viewers would probably say game day just to kind of see what anticipating that would be like. Yeah. So, so for me, depending on what time our game is at, 
you know, I try to, I try to sleep as much as I can. So if it's a later game, like an evening game or an afternoon game, I'll sleep until probably like eight or nine. But if it's a, a noon game, um, I'll probably sleep until like seven thirty to seven 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 thirty, and then <laughs> I get up and I take a long ass shower, play the music, you know, kind of get my mind right. I play all kinds of music, uh, you know, anywhere from freaking Adele to 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 Post Icy, you know, anybody. Right? <laughs> How does day level headed? Yeah, I'm all over the spectrum, you know, just just in there, get good vibes, kind of wake me up, and then depending on whether it's home or away game, I'll I'll take. I'll try to get there early, you know, early enough to where I don't feel rushed to get out to pre to pregame and warm up and stuff like that. I got enough time to get in there, kind of sit at my locker, relax, scroll through, you know, social media and, you know, say, say what's up to my people back home, all kind of stuff. And, uh, and then then kind of get into, get my mind ready for the game and, and pregame and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you know, go and get ready. Then, then my, I lock in, you know, I just put, put the headphones on, listen to music. Like I said, all kinds of music, generic, you know, mainly, uh, you know, get, getting hype music a little bit, but I don't have any <laughs> right. like that, but just kind of like, you know, if I hear, if I hear Adele pop up, I'll, I'll skip it or something. You, you gotta go <laughs> to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he needs something hard. Exactly. And then, uh, and then, yeah. And then I'll, I'll get, I'll get into it and then get into my, my pregame, you know, warm up and then, and we go back in, get the pads on, come back out, and then get rolling. But if it that's like that's like if it's a short game, if it's a longer game or or a later game, then I'll I'll go, you know, I'll, I'll come back, I'll get something to eat, come back to the hotel room, kind of just chill, watch some Netflix, watch the other games that are on, and then and then essentially do the same thing, but later on in the day. So, right, and then then from there it's it's. Like I said, you get ready, put the pads on, get ready to go, and, and it's go. Go time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's wild. It's crazy because, like, the difference, like, during the week, like, our practices and stuff, like, the, ment- the mentality of it is definitely different because you're waking up, you're you're going straight into meetings, and then you get something to eat, and then you get ready to go practice. And practice is – you kind of got to get yourself ready for that as well because you can't, like – there's no half you can't mess around right you got to treat it like a game almost exactly yeah so so same kind of deal i mean i don't be listening the people got music playing in the locker room stuff but you know i go out there and i i I pre-stretch before our warm-up to make sure my body's right and then same thing like you know you go through your practice and you try to ball out and then when that's done more recovered you know whether it's stretching after practice some guys go get in the tubs whatever it may be and then we got meetings again. So the the week is definitely more mental. And then mm-hmm. obviously game day, that's where the physical physicality comes in. So Yeah, you let it play on on game day. Yeah. What would you say your favorite football moment at Oregon State was? At Oregon State? Yeah. <laughs> definitely like it's kind of funny because like this will always be like my highlight, my highlight game, but it definitely was the best game in, in my favorite time was was when we beat Oregon twenty sixteen. <laughs> that hurt. That shit was so much fun. I'm like, hey, next question, next question. Now I'm just messing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Uh, but I mean, that's kind of like solidified my my career there. Just being able to to finally beat them in, in like what like ten years or something like that, and then yeah. Just, it was just so much fun, and then being with being with my my teammates and my family, my friends afterwards, and, and partying up, and all that kind of stuff. It was just it was just a blast. Man. Yeah, that Definitely was wild. I, I remember thinking, 
just like, man, I can't even be mad. Like, I really played football with this dude. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. How can I not root for him? He's killing. No, I got I got that a lot. It's like it's like one of those things where it's like, all right, I'm not gonna root for your team, but I'm rooting for you. Like Coach Newman say that all the time. Like he say that all the time. <laughs> he's like, I'm not gonna be rooting for your Beavers, but you know I'm I'm gonna have your back and I'm rooting for you. Always. That was just like a, you leave Oregon State and you, you get an invitation to the NFL Combine. But when did you know that you were ready for the next level? Was it after that game, or when did you when did you exactly know that you were ready to go? Yeah, to the big so stage. After that game. I had so I played that one more year because I don't think I don't think I was eligible yet or technically I was but I don't know I don't think I was eligible so I played that one more year the 2017 season and coach left halfway through and like we were one in eleven I think and I was like I was pretty much done in college and I was I I wanted to take a shot at myself and and see what it was gonna be like because I didn't want to transfer I didn't want to like I didn't want to have to prove myself to another organization and I didn't want to like, you know, I could have could have said, oh, I can raise my draft stock and go somewhere else or, or stay here and get the ball 30 times a game, but then risk getting hurt and all that kind of stuff, it, trying to increase my draft stock when in reality, it probably wouldn't have increased that much. So I took a shot at myself and I basically spent that whole Christmas break, like talking with my family, talking with a few coaches, mm-hmm. talking with really like coach pine honestly at one point and, and coach newman mm-hmm. and kind of got everyone's insight and and basically came to the decision that i was going to leave and, and declare for the draft and when that happened i was nervous that i wasn't going to be invited to the combine because one i was i was um i was leaving early two like we're on a shitty team and i hadn't had that much naturally you know rec- recognition so mm-hmm. uh, when i did get invited that was pretty that was pretty cool and and I was very, very thankful for that. I was, I, like I said, I was nervous. So I didn't know if I was going to be invited or not. How did you prepare for the for the combine, and and how did the training get you to to excel? Yeah, so I was I was still in school, so I was finished my last term, and so I was going back and forth. I was training with um, my trainer now, Sam Johnson, and I was also training with Alex Molden, who's a trainer at Nike. So I was going back and forth from Oregon State to to. Uh, the Nike headquarters, and I'd, I'd be down in Oregon State for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and those are kind of like my off days. Where I, but I was in school, I was going to class, I was you know doing homework. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I'd be back up in Portland, I'd be training. So that was kind of tough, but I mean they got me right, you know. They, you know, Alex Molden was eight year vet in the NFL, uh, and uh, you know we we my agent found Sam Johnson who's you know he was a military guy but you know he he's kind of created his own version of, of of training like an athlete not just like not just crossfit or not just you know sprinting or nothing like it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of one so the combination of those two guys definitely got me right and i felt like i was in some of the best shape of my life yeah sam's sam does some crazy stuff i i follow him on instagram yeah trainer scott actually took me to one of his classes one time and that was it was unbelievable yeah it's it's like stuff that like it's easy but it's it's hard like if that makes sense like when, when yeah. he's, you're doing it at first like there's different levels to it too like you can start with the level of like 
of doing one thing and it looks simple. And once you get the hang of that, you add something to it. And then it's the same, it's the same movement, but with just a little twist to it. And yeah, that shit gets me. It gets me. <laughs> it gets you right. <laughs> like, yeah. But I'm actually, I'm actually starting up with him again next week. So after the Super Bowl, we're getting back, we're getting back to it. Yes, sir. Boom. Yes, sir. So what was it like participating in the NFL Combine? Were you confident? Were you nervous? Was it a little mix of both? Yeah, mix of everything. Because what they don't tell you is that, like, we're there for a week before all the stuff that they show on, on TV. And you're basically, your days are, like, like 12 to 14-hour days of just, like, meetings with coaches, physicals with the doctors, tests, like, uh, mental mental tests like what's the one the wonderlick like wonderlick tests and shit like that like oh just, yeah and they do iq tests and all that kind of stuff damn so yeah so you're there like like monday tuesday wednesday and then well it depends on what like what day you, you're doing your physical tests as well mm-hmm. like the project all kind of stuff but you're there for like four days before like from like 6 a.m to to midnight almost and you're, you're that's wild yeah, so like you're so during the day you're doing all those tests for doctors and and like you're going to the hospital and getting you know tested and you're getting your blood drawn all that kind of stuff and then at night like literally at like ten thirty at night like that's when you go meet with the NFL coaches and you're, there's this big ass gala in at a hotel and you're going from table to table and you're talking to them and they're trying to pick your brain on like <clears throat> of your knowledge of football and all that kind of stuff so it's definitely more mentally draining than it was physically because you've been preparing physically the you know the whole time yeah. for three yeah. months you're, you're training that's all you're doing so when it gets time to do the 40 and, and all those tests your broad jump bird all that kind of stuff it's easy mm. but what, they, what they don't tell you is that you're gonna be tired as shit before you get to that. exactly <laughs> yeah it's, it's crazy i came back i came back so we're there for a week and i came back and, and my girlfriend at the time my wife now uh, you guys remember Sophie, Sophie Pressley. Yeah. We, we yes. there. Yeah. And she said, I looked like a ghost when I came back. Like, I was, <laughs> I was, like it, was, it was crazy, but I'm glad that I was a part of that experience. Cause you know, not a lot of people get the opportunity to. So if, if like one, if one thing the fans want to know is that like, it's definitely like if, if someone doesn't perform as well as they like are projected to, it's probably because they were just so drained from that first beat down. Yeah. yeah, just mentally. So it's crazy. <laughs> they have you out the whole day, and then you're just answering questions like, "Damn, I'm just trying to go to sleep. Fuck this." <laughs> and the worst part is too is the drug test is like in the middle of the week, and they say they said like whenever you wake up to pee, like just go. So it could be at like three thirty in the morning, and you go. So I woke up at like five, and I went down there, and there's like a line of like thirty dudes just. Waiting. <laughs> Are shitting me right now. So you're standing <laughs> Everybody works up. Stuff, bro. Yeah, it's just, it's all bad. And then and they're doing the happy dance. <laughs> can't go back and sleep because our next, like, the day gets going at like 6, 6.30. So it was just, <laughs> it was a lot, bro. It was a lot. Okay, so uh, you're on the Bears, uh, and recently you scored your, your first touchdown. So, so walk us through what that was like getting into the end zone finally and uh, what was the play drawn up for? Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, our, our starter got hurt and, 
and we were in like we were losing at the time too. We're kind of in two minute mode, so we're just trying to get points up as fast as we can to get, to put, to give us a chance to 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 onside to get the ball back to to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, I was feeling it. We're doing two minute mode, and you know I caught a few passes, little check downs here and there, and I'm running. I'm gassed, and we get to down to the to the red zone, and it's just like a simple, just a simple stick play, um, and you know the the tight end took my guy, and I kind of popped open, and and Nick Foles saw me and just dumped it down. I I caught it, and I realized that no one's in front of me, so I, fuck, just go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, man, I just I barreled into the end zone, and I was so I was so pumped, like I couldn't I did no no thought of a celebration whatsoever. Like, I was just like, let's go. You blacked what out. Yeah, I got hit by two. Like I wanted to do like some sort of celebration of some sort, but it was just so much emotion going on at one point. Like I just it just completely spaced. So, but it was it was crazy. Like it was it was unbelievable. Like kids. You know, be dreaming of this. I've been dreaming of it since I was a kid, and to finally, like, have that moment of scoring an NFL touchdown, like, it was just unreal. And I'm so thankful for it. And you know, now it's like I just I, I got a taste of it, and now I just want more. I just want more. Yeah, he's hungry. More. <laughs> <laughs> What's your go-to celebration? I don't know. I think the next one, next one I want to try to do is like is do the violin on it. You know, shot. Oh, like, I big Sean Alexander dude. And he did that a couple times. So if I get if I get in there next time, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to hit that one time. You gotta throw them hips into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's been some good, there's been some good ones. I don't know. I gotta do some research. I gotta. What do you guys think I should? What should I hit? Should I hit a dance? Sure. Should I do some juju? Uh, uh, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we ain't doing no TikTok dances. Um, <laughs> what should he do? I don't know something with the O line that'll be clean, like a yeah. like a bowling ball or something. I mean, whatever, like the the bowling thing. Yeah, that'll be that's dope or something. I don't know. You gotta you gotta <laughs> praise the O line, that's for sure. Yeah, so I'll give them. You know, let them spike it or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you never picked up a football in your life, what would be your dream job? Well, hopefully, I'd be I'd be in the M- NBA or something or in the. NBA. <laughs> If sports, if sports wasn't, if sports wasn't my life, then that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe like, maybe try to get into the medical field or something. Because I know my wife's a nurse, so I know how hard it'd be. But like, just the fact that like, you know, you're helping people each and every day. It feels like you know. It feels like you. you, you I don't want to say like it, you matter because not like saying other people don't matter when doing other jobs and stuff. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like for me personally, it gives me a sense of, of, of pride and, and, and joy being able to give back to other people and helping other people and, and stuff like that. So I'd say something in, in, in the long lines of that, you know, working with other people um, and to help them, you know, so whatever that may be, you know, it could be a, as small as being a, a teacher, you know, or, right. or guidance counselor or or something along those lines, you know, where I'm where I'm interacting with with people and 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 making a connection of some sort. So yeah, I think that's probably if I, if, if sports and, and football and sports weren't in my life and that that wasn't in my card in the cards for me, I would try to try to go somewhere down that career path. I think. Anything that makes a difference. I yeah. feel that. Yeah. So what's the best thing to do in Chicago when you're not busy with football? <laughs> Eat. Eat. 
Yeah, there's a lot of good restaurants down there, and I haven't even begun to scrape the surface for for all the right. food, you know, like. But you know, if 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 you if you want to to get some good food, definitely come to Chicago. There's a bunch of spots. You know, there's the famous ones like Giordano's and Portillo's, which are amazing, by the way. Portillo's, the Portillo dog is easily the best hot dog I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah. yeah. So. Like, <laughs> But, other, you know, like there's so many other places there you can eat and go. Um, there's also, I mean, I'm not a big partier and nothing like that, so I don't really go out to clubs or anything like that. But I hear there's some some good nightlife out there as well. If, <laughs> if people are into that and they want to go hit the town. Some good bars, some good uh, some good clubs, all that kind of stuff. But I say, for, you know, for me, the number one thing is, is eat. You know, get some good food, some some Italian beef, some some hot dog that we talked about, you know, some some deep dish pizza, all that kind of stuff. You need them protein. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah without, without the, you know, you don't want all them greens there. You got to get all the, get all the <laughs> Definitely. You got to have a cheat day. You got to have a cheat day. Yeah. What type of wisdom would you give uh, a younger athlete uh, trying to pursue the same dream that you did? Yeah, I would tell them, like, don't get caught up in in all the the like basically the hype you know like all the the four stars the five stars the recruiting all that kind of stuff like let your tape speak for you you know if if you're if you're truly that good at your sport and, and yeah you got to get it out there you got to go to some camps here and there all that kind of stuff but if someone's worried about being a five star and being a four star and and going to all these camps and going to all these different specialty coaches and stuff like that because they're going to make me better and they're going to get noticed. Like, like just try, like try not to focus so much on that and just just learn the game and, and try to get better at the game and and put it on tape. And at the end of the day, like if if it's meant to be, like you'll get noticed. Like your coaches should put it out there for you. And if you do go to some of those camps, like ball out and get noticed and. You know, just just put in the work. You know, mm-hmm. so hopefully, hopefully, you know, not getting caught up in all that kind of stuff will will prevent some of these kids from from you know not reaching their goals. If that makes sense. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man, just just like just put in the work and try not to get caught up in all the hype and and just enjoy the game and enjoy the sport. And don't worry, don't worry so much. Like it's not the end of the world. You know, it's just it's it's just a sport. Right, it's a game. You should enjoy it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. When it comes to when it comes to a job, when you're 14 years old trying to get you know a, a, a college scholarship, like that's no fun for anybody. Yeah, no, definitely not. Oh. All right, we're gonna transition into our little fast questionnaire round. First question for you for your pregame music: You got high energy or mellow vibes? Yeah, high energy for sure. For sure, but I, but I'll put off, I'll put it off like a, it's mellow though. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm like in there yeah. some shit, but like I'm just I'm quiet though. You know, I'm just yeah, calm before the storm. I feel yeah, you. Exactly. <laughs> okay, best pizza in Chicago. Giordano's. Giordano's. Hey, hey, I'm gonna I've had a few others, but Giordano's is still still at the top. If we're talking deep dish, yeah. So I'm going Giordano's. All right. Um, favorite Marvel superhero? It's okay if you like DC better. No, nah, I'm, I'm a Marvel guy. 
<laughs> one Marvel guy for sure. Uh, I, you know what? I, I used to say the Hulk. I used to say the Hulk, but uh, you know, I've been I fuck with Captain America. Like he, like he really is that dude. Like sometimes, <laughs> he is. Sometimes, but yeah, okay, I'll go with Captain America. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Okay, so we got cereal then milk or milk then cereal. <laughs> huh? There's some people that that like to put their their milk in the bowl before their cereal. So, so which one do you prefer? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Lunatics, in my opinion. Let me meet these people, bro. Let me smack them across the head. You should not be putting your milk before your cereal. All right. <laughs> All right, we got it. <laughs> All right. Um, what's your favorite place to train in Portland? It don't matter. <laughs> Wherever, uh, you know, some. That's that's a tough one. You know, because because it really don't matter to me. But but you know, as long as somewhere we got a field and we can and we can go and we can go train. You know. Okay, so go for a hike or walk on the beach. Uh, walk on the beach. Walk on the beach. Less less. Uh, Less chance that you'll you'll, you'll fall and, and break something. <laughs> Get protected by that sand. Last question for you: Friends of Friends podcast or any other podcast? Uh, friends of Friends for sure. Hey, come on! You heard it here. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this last segment, we really just want to thank you for coming on the Friends of Friends. And now, if you have anything you want to plug or shout out, now's your time. Oh man. Lots of shout outs, man. Shout out, shout out to my family, my wife, my mom, my dad. Shout out to Sam Johnson for, for keeping me right. Shout out to you guys for hosting me. Uh, you know, shout out to, to Central, what what you know, what brought us together in the first place. Shout out, shout out everybody, man. Appreciate you guys having me on. No, thank you. Thank you. Of course, you. man. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate you making the time for us. All right, that's a wrap. Thank you all for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and share with your friends. And for further updates about the podcast and episodes, follow us on Instagram at friendsoffriends.pod. Thank you.